Welcome to the second hour of Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It's James Magnuson filling in for Vossi this morning as he uh, gallivants around Las Vegas. Now, we had him on the show in the past hour. He'll join us live from Vegas every week. If you missed our chat with Vossi, you can catch up uh, via the podcast. Just search Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, and all that jazz. Plenty of text coming through off the back of our chat with Vossi. Let's whip through a few of those now, Brandy. Uh, Western Sydney Eagle says, need to set Vossi a challenge. He needs to find a pie shop in Vegas and do a review. So, yeah, I'm up for that. I'm, that might I'm be sure. hard to do in Vegas. You reckon? A pie shop? Yeah, they're not big pie operators. They're not big pie eaters? No. Aren't they? The Americans don't like pies. They they would love them. Because didn't we, we have... They, uh, they have the more the dessert pie right. than the savoury pie. So, there's no, you, you're probably not finding a meat pie around Vegas? Don't think so. Right. So we'll, anyway, well, he he eats all sorts of pies. So we'll just give him the the challenge. Just find a pie. Doesn't yes. matter what it is. Uh, maybe Vossi could take over U 2s residency in Las Vegas and leave Brandy a missile to do the show. Says the bat. That Big bickies for Vossi <laughs> if he takes over the residency. <laughs> uh, following up on that, uh, Vossi sounds hammered. Says uh, three nine seven. <laughs> on the text line. I, t- I thought he sounded all right. Yeah, he sound he sounded jet-lagged. fine. Yeah, that's Vossi. Uh, um, Pedro the Rooster says, uh, "I want Fletcher's life." Yeah, uh, yes, he lives yes. a carefree life, doesn't he, Fletch? Seemingly. Yep. Seemingly. He does have his fingers in a lot of pies, though, because he, you know, he's done property developments, his own pubs, he's had cleaning businesses. Mm-hmm. He's a plumber. He's a pl- yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So it's not at all. all. It's not all uh, yeah, um, leisure. Bells and whistles. Nah. No, no. <laughs> uh, Lionel says Rooster Ash needs to give himself several uppercuts off the back of what he said. Uh, re you wearing your ear pods. Um, there's a f- there's a few others that want to uh, get stuck into Rooster Ash. <laughs> yeah, you're kidding yourself. Uh, everyone has a right to some privacy. You are not a free target just because you are in the public eye. Western Sydney Eagle, making sense. Uh, Brandy, that was me at the lights yesterday, says Spiro. Uh, your, your left brake light isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Spiro. Spiro. Yeah. Yeah, good to see you. Uh, this is an interesting question from um, The Pearl. When are they going to announce the teams for next year for Vegas, for people wanting to put in leave and potentially uh, make the sabbatical over to Las Vegas? Is there clubs that have put their hands up already and said a uh, uh, lobby? Well, I imagine there'd lobbying. be 17 of them. I don't know. I, I, I just, I think... Everyone's going to wait and see how, how Sunday turns out. Yeah. Just how the games go. Yep. Um, and wait until there's a debrief and, you know, other clubs say, well, this was our experience. True. So True. I think the clubs that are sitting back, well, they took the clubs with Hollywood ties, big no, big, big pe- people yes. known in America, yes. of course. Yep. Russell. Uh Hugh Jackman. The uh, man with the blades. Hugh yeah. Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Glamour Clubs, I guess. Your Brisbane, Brisbane and, your, and your Roosters. roosters. Uh, the biggest advantage I heard from players of those clubs for playing in Vegas was they were taking 22-man squads, mm-hmm. all four teams. And apparently the depth players in the squads, the players from number 17 to 30, had the biggest off-seasons of their lives trying to get in those final five spots to go over to Vegas. So that was one benefit for those teams was the level of intensity at training mm. from those depth members of the NRL squads. Desperate to get the jump Desperate. on their teammates. <laughs> yeah. Just below them. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'd be interested, says Michael, to know how expensive Vegas is now. I worked and lived there for a bookmaker in the 80s before oh. them working for a very large punter as an analyst. Uh, learnt a lot, says Michael. We, we, you, 
we need to get you on the show, Michael, and yeah. pick your brain about what it was like do. in the 80s to we work do. for a, uh, a gambler over there in Vegas. I would say you've got some experience in Vegas, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a few years ago, isn't it's it? It's a few years ago. It was very expensive, mm-hmm. very expensive. So we were talking uh, getting a cabana at the, one of the pool parties was upwards of ten thousand uh, dollars. Did you have to have a cabana, or, or yeah, could well, you just? If mingle? you didn't have a cabana, when mm. you went in, you had you know your phone and your wallet and whatnot in your pockets. There was nowhere to put it down. No seats. Same oh. in the nightclubs. No seats or any any spots unless you paid to get a private booth. So you walk in and you, you're looking around. I want to jump in the pool. Can't put my stuff down. Have to buy a cabana, or you know, I walk around like a. Mm shag on a rock so it, it, they almost forced you into it right yeah Big well, that, well that's like the gam- like the, the drinking and the gambling yeah you, you you pay a waitress you give a waitress a tip you get drinks all night yeah but if you don't gamble you're not getting any drinks no drinks no drinks yeah so that's the same they've figured they, it out haven't they? they yeah they leave you cornered you gotta you gotta buy a cabana so 10 grand a cabana Yes. US. Upwards, well, yeah, yeah. Upwards for Australians. So more that like gives sort you the of the whole day. The it? whole day, yeah. But you don't get you still I think you get a couple of bottles and whatnot. Mm. But uh big bickies. And you know when you you have a big day or a big night and then the next day you have that little bit of regret or anxiety over what you did spend on a night out? Yep. Tenfold in Vegas. You wake up the next day and you just go, Oh, did I spend that? Did I spend that? I'm here for five days. Day one, I've spent 10 grand. What's doing? <laughs> That's big. Uh, a bit of football going on, Brandy. Uh, yes, yes. The uh, the FA Cup. And there's uh, three games happening at the moment. Bournemouth, Leicester City, uh, nil all. As are Blackburn Rovers, Newcastle, Luton Town and Man City. Uh, Man City and uh, the two uh, last games are only five minutes in. Bournemouth and Leicester about 35 minutes in. But no goals scored yet in any of the FA Cup ga- matches. Alrighty, time to get to our man, Dave Riccio. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. Uh, morning, David. Uh, we've just caught up with Vossie from Vegas. You are still in um, San Diego? Yeah, good morning, boys. Yeah, I'm still here in San Diego with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, uh, do I sound drunk? Hopefully not. No, no. you're sounding good. Yeah, you, you're sounding yeah, you're good. sounding okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, no. we'll 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 wait. We'll, I was we'll, a little bit con- little we'll, bit concerned. Yeah, we'll judge the, that uh, at previous, the end of the uh, previous, at the end of the uh, interview. Text message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about yeah. South? They've they've picked their team. Yeah, they have, uh, Brandy. And look, today uh, they have just completed their final session of what will be their preparation in San Diego. The South Sydney Rabbitohs will jump on a plane tomorrow to Las Vegas. And it was their, probably, I would say, it was their most rigorous session. Uh, absolutely. Um, they've been training out of the universe, uh, California, University of California, San Diego. Um, and it was their most rigorous session. The most impressive thing of all is that Cody Walker join the main training group for the first time. We spoke yesterday, guys, about as far as Walker's um, gradual increase in loads and, and, and pressure on that calf. And, uh, again, today was easily his biggest and best session. He only had two more sessions to get through, one being one more run in Las Vegas and then a captain's run. And Cody Walker will be suiting up at Allegiant Stadium. From everything I saw today, he'll be there. 
Um, and, and that'll be the end of South Sydney's preparation. As I said, they'll, they'll join the other three teams in Las Vegas tomorrow for when, what I expect, guys, for the, the promotion and the hype to really uh, crank up uh, for the locals on the ground in Las Vegas because there's a whole range of PR and, and press opportunities uh, that will be undertaken uh, over the next 48, 72 hours in the countdown to kick off. Our first teamless Tuesday of the year yesterday, Dave. I just want to ask you firstly about South. Three names that, that popped out at me. Firstly, Jacob Gagai is going to make his debut on the wing for South. Secondly, Talis Duncan misses the 17 altogether. I'm a little surprised by that. And the third one I wanted to ask about was Peter Memazoulis. Now, he extended, I think, another three years just earlier this, uh, this year. He misses the team altogether. He must be a very patient man. Mm. Yeah, Miss you, you mentioned three good names. And, and I must say, in all my conversations with head coach Jason Demetrio, his biggest dilemma, you could say, was trying to pick his bench. Uh, Shaq Mitchell's another one who brings a big body. Uh, he's impressed hugely within the Bunnies in a sanctum with his preseason. And he is in the extended reserves as well. Um, and, and really, as I said, Demetrio's decision on his bench was uh, was was uh, um, probably his biggest call. And I think the inclusion of someone like a Saliva Havili for South Sydney, it provides the Bunnies with options. And we know Havili can play 13-9. He could potentially play in the back row if, if required. And it's something that we spoke about yesterday, guys, and how this game will be played on the smaller and tighter Allegiant Stadium than what normal NRL games are played on, and uh, very much a focus is uh, focus of a power game through the middle. And you know, someone like Saliba Havili uh, can come on. Um, Damien Cook guys has a trial this preseason, and so he also he'll also provide cover for Damien Cook. That was one. Um, tell us, Duncan. I, I'm with you, Missile. He's hugely talented player, but and and he's, and. and there's absolutely no injury concern whatsoever. He's been training well. Uh, he could easily easily feel hard done by because uh, I'm with you. He's a, he's a huge talent. But maybe that's an indication, guys. Maybe those names that you mentioned, Missile, is the greatest indication yet that South Sydney have got some serious depth this year. They've got some mm. serious depth that when the, the origin period hits, when that when the when the crunch time comes for the bunnies, that they will have plenty of good cover to come through. Mm. Uh, Jack White not there, um, suspended. Uh, Campbell Graham not there for six months. Mightn't be there at all this year, uh, David. I, I don't know w- mm. when they're looking for for Campbell to come back into the side, which leaves them uh, pretty skinny uh, in their three quarters. But uh, yeah. Gagai, Jacob Gagai, uh, to make his debut at twenty eight. Yeah, well, it's a great story, guys. Like, seriously, put it into context. This kid's waited... He's not a kid. He's 28 years of age, as you said, Randy. Like, he has waited so long, so long for this opportunity. And the opportunity comes in one of the most historic occasions that the NRL have ever experienced by running out onto Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, making his debut in the US. What an occasion. Um, I can tell you that Dane Gagai, his older brother, has been attempting to do everything possible to convince Newcastle Knights officials to let him go and get he get to Las Vegas in time for kickoff. My understanding is that's unlikely to happen on the basis that the Knights play the following Thursday 
from Sunday mm. afternoon's Vegas kickoff. It's just too tight, too tight a turnaround for, for Dane to get back and be ready for that night's opening round clash. Um, his mum and dad will be here. Uh, he gets his opportunity, as you said, Brandy. The, you know, the dominoes have fallen his way due to injury and suspension of, of those those other uh, first choice outside backs. But uh, wow, I, I reckon. It, like honestly, I can't recall a more uh, extraordinary way to make your debut than, than than being here in Las Vegas at 28 years of age. It makes him, guys. It makes him the second oldest bunny in NRL history to make his NRL debut. Very exciting for young Jacob Gago, or not so young Jacob Gago. Hey, you spoke about depth for the Bunnies uh, after these Teamless Tuesday announcements. Talking about depth, I'm going to give you three names, Dave, that have completely missed the 17 for the Roosters. Angus Crichton, Egan Butcher, and Connor Watson. Holy depth. And that's not including Jaraburi Hargraves, uh, still to come back into Dom that four pack. Dom and Dom Young, Young. still, yep, not playing. Are you surprised by those omissions, yeah. Dave? Yeah, look, I am surprised on the Angus Crichton front, guys, because, yeah, all the noise that I've been receiving out of the Roosters preseason is how impressive Angus has trained and applied himself. We know he had a checkered year last year, uh, and, and, and he is off contract, guys. And there's all talks that he's off to either um, Australian rugby uh, with, an, with an Australian rugby franchise or heading overseas at the end of this year. Nothing is confirmed as yet. And, and, and there are, there, in saying that, there is some talk that Angus wants to have a big, a big year to try and stick around at the Sydney Roosters beyond this season. So I, I was a little bit surprised, but geez, you know, Spencer Lenny's got to be there, doesn't he, guys? Like, he, he just, he, it doesn't matter the fact that he's never played a game for the Roosters. He just walks into that Roosters pack as far as I'm concerned on, on what he achieved at the Panthers. But, Again, miss all those three names you mentioned. It speaks to where your footy team needs to be to go to go all the way this year. And both the Roosters and Rabbitohs are in pretty good positions when they're leaving players like that out of their side. Mm. Uh, a couple of other names that missed the missed the boat too, and there was a lot of chat over the summer uh, in regards to the Broncos uh, with the Selwyn Cobbo, no Herbie Farnworth, who's uh, gone to the Dolphins. Selwyn Cobbo moved into the centres, Dave. Uh, so there was a wing spot up for grabs. Mm. Corey Oates, Dean Mariner. Dean Mariner has won the uh, won the battle for the early round. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, you guys uh, following rugby league closely would know that Dean Mariner has been a name on. He's been a name in everyone's little black book for a number of years now. He's a hugely talented player, and and and. In the, in the in the departure of Herbie Farmworth, this is a player that needs to step up for the Broncos because a lot of you know a lot of the good judges have got the Broncos going deep into the finals and potentially going all the way this year. Will players like Dean Mariner have to step up and make a name for himself if the Broncos are to do it? They're, my concern for the Bronx guys is is the um, is the is the departure of of their left side and and Herbie's a big part of that. Kurt Capel's a big part of that. And it's not easy to form ready-made combinations of a, of a structure that was previously so successful to, to start again. And that's largely what the Broncos are going to be doing. Mm. And, and if there's one little chink in this Broncos' armour, I, I think it's that. That we're seeing it'll be a very much new-look left side. And, and that can take time. And, and teams will absolutely go after that side of, of the Broncos. No doubt in the world. Uh, I know the Roosters will this Sunday. And, and for me, I'm, I can't wait to see 
how those combinations unfold because they're, as far as I'm concerned, Kurt Capel's, you know, an out-and-out NRL proven big game player, experience you can't you can't replace. And Herbie Farmworth's one of the best outside backs in the game. Mm. Uh, could be their downfall, but also could be very good for them. I I was so impressed with Brendan Piakura uh, yep. against the Cowboys. Yep. Um, I, I I think he could be something special, David. He was his his whole running, um, yep. his ability to find space while the ball was coming to him. I I just I, I was I was taken aback. I went, wow, th- he can play. This is this is a really good footballer, whether defensively. Uh, whether it's you know up to what Capel did in, in effort areas, I'm not sure yet. Jury's out. But if you combine that sort of form and ability along with Selwyn Cobbo, who we, we know Selwyn could be anything. Uh, if he can make, and I've heard good things about Selwyn over the summer. If Selwyn uh, has his head on straight and we see the best of him and the potential is uh, realised, it, it might the left side could be their downfall, but it it well could be what makes the differences with the talent they've got. It's uh, it's a, an abundance of riches for the Brisbane Broncos. Not a bad position to be in, boys, is it? No, not bad at all. Um, Manly. Uh, Manly. Well, let's let's have a quick look at Manly. Uh, Jackson Paulo comes onto the wing. New signing. Luke Brooks at 5'8". Uh, Corey Waddell, Nathan Brown, um, also new to the team. Um, but, you know... We'll be looking to the mainstays, DCE and uh, and Tom Trebojevic. And Tommy hasn't played since he's since he did his peck in Origin. Yeah, so he it's hasn't another at all. long spell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and and for me, guys, and Brandy, you'd be best served to talk about this. I just can't wait to see how Luke Brooks goes. And this has just been, you know, Luke Brooks's career has been maligned. Um, and it has been under the spotlight for so long at the West Tigers. Here he is with this new fresh opportunity alongside one of the great halves in the game in Daily Cherry Evans. Does it click on Sunday? Does it click immediately? What does the combination look playing out the back for Turbo? How how quickly does Turbo come to the occasion? As you said, Brandy, hasn't played since the peck injury. But for me, the excitement and anticipation that Manly can, can, can kick and go up another gear from what they achieved last year. It's based around Luke Brooks for me, taking pressure off Daly Cherry Evans and bringing something a little bit different from to Manly that we haven't seen before. Alrighty, Dave, enjoy the trip to Vegas. How are you getting there? Driving? No, no, uh, I'll be jetting it tomorrow, guys. Um, jetting. An hour and a half flight from San Diego to Vegas. Yep. Touchdown. Look out! Here we come. It's a good drive, Dave. It is a fun drive. I've, yeah. I've done that drive, San yep. Diego. To Vegas. It's good. Anyway, you're you're on the plane, so you'll get there, you'll get there quicker. Uh, mate, have a good have a good time. Thanks for joining us uh, this morning. And uh, hey, thank you, boys. Go well. Yeah, good stuff. There he is, Dave Riccio. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. In just a moment, we'll get to all of your calls and texts. Jump on the open line now for your chance to be our Club Med Caller of the Week. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line. All of our callers of the week go into the draw for that amazing holiday for a family of four off to Bali worth almost $10,000. Need to get away? Choose Club Med. Premium, all-inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. A reminder that Bryden's Lawyers, your 
verdict is back. There's $2,500 up for grabs. Just head to sensurvivor.com.au. Uh, text coming in. Uh, the Shire Eel says, uh, Mags, are you saying you paid 10 k for a cabana in Vegas? Are you kidding? There's so much <laughs> wrong with that, I don't know where to start. Well, luckily, Brandy, so it's between eight people. Right. So it's 1500 each. Uh, but there was only four of us, me and three mates from Port Macquarie. But luckily, we ran into a bunch of rugby league players. Bunch of the uh, old West Tigers. They've crew. always got cash on them. Oh, they'll yeah. cashed up these yeah. West Tigers boys. But yeah, no, we split the cost between eight people. Ten k per person would be exorbitant. Yes. Okay. So fifteen hundred bucks. Still expensive. It's a big day. It's a big. That day. was just the day part. Yeah. Then you go out that night. So the boys from Port Macquarie, how are they feeling? Stinging. They <laughs> 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 no, they're, they're, on that, they're on that. They're on that tradey money. They're oh, on that tradey money. True. So you know. It goes all right. Plenty of cash. Uh, yeah. what hap- boys, what happens if the likes of the Tigers or the Dragons want to go to Vegas? How will that work to get crowds promote the game? They can't let rubbish teams go, says Foghorn Link. Oh, That's harsh, tough. Foghorn. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it, there's plenty of Tigers and Dragons fans, though, so they're still going to go over there. Well, um, and why? how would Americans know who's good or who's <laughs> not good? Like, <laughs> That's right. We're just another That's four right. teams. Well, in terms of the most exciting brand of football, I, I think the most exciting team last year would have been Brisbane. Is that fair enough to say, attacking-wise? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so, yeah. Did they score more tries than anyone? I think there was a clump of teams at the top there. Where, yeah, we'll have um, to do some research there, but maybe that's part of what factored into them going. Being owned by Lachlan Murdoch wouldn't hurt as well. No, I think that played a big part <laughs> in it, for, for sure. Um, uh, but Para Powerball says, boys, don't worry about having earpods in when walking. There's times when people should have them in and don't and don't use them. Our recent experience was someone watching an X-rated movie on the train with full volume. <laughs> Whole carriage could hear it. People were looking at each other in amazement. I had to step up and tell the guy to turn it down, brother. Wow. Wow. I hope he still had his pants on. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers, Brandy. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. 7.30 News up next with Vanessa, and then we're back with all of the big sports headlines for the morning. This is the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Here are some of the sports headlines of the morning. The four clubs playing in the Las Vegas doubleheader have named their teams ahead of Sunday's season opener. If you missed our chat with Dave Riccio on all of those selections, catch up on our podcast. Uh, just search Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Miss Ola Matildas are back in action tonight for their second Olympic qualifier against Uzbekistan at Marvel Stadium. They carry a 3-0 lead in the final leg of the Olympic playoff, which is... Uh, Pretty good. The Bulldogs last night launched their 2024 season. Here's Cam Serraldo on Channel 9 la- um, Channel Nine last night discussing the preseason and his appointment of Stephen Crichton as the skipper. I'm just really excited about the improvement we've shown over the preseason. Um, got a group there who work hard and work together and trusting what we're doing. And I feel like we're a team that's going to get better every week, but I'm happy with what we've done over the preseason. Excited for next week. You've named Stephen Crichton as your new captain. What did you see in him that made you confident he was the right man? Oh, I just think that he's, he's at the point of his life and his career where he's ready to take that next step up in leadership. And you know, I feel really aligned with Stephen and, and his philosophies on footy and he believes in what I'm doing. And it was a tough decision uh, with the captains we had last year, but Stephen's a man for the job. He's excited by it and all our boys are right behind him. Last year, Brandy, Vossi was emceeing the Bulldog season launch and there was almost cyclonic weather. 
they they had a, a marquee right. set up in the middle of Did Belmore. That almost blew over. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to hear. Were there any uh, any of our SEN family out there last night at the Bulldogs season launch? I couldn't get along because I had the uh, the early wake up today. I would have liked to have gone, but. Hopefully better weather, but were they out in the middle of the pitch at Belmore? Again, we have to find out from, uh, yeah, from some of the ACM family. Someone will let us know. In the AFL, Collingwood beat Richmond 74-6, uh, 76-46 last night in the trial match. Uh, and there's FA Cup action this morning. Let's go to the football desk and we've got Bournemouth and Leicester. It's halftime. It's nil all in that one. Blackburn Rovers and Newcastle, 35 minutes in, nil all. Manchester City, 2-0 up over Luton Town. Also around the 35-minute mark. A Luton Town brown bread as far as the EPL goes? Well, just about. Just about. Mm. So you've got Burnley and Sheffield United sitting on 13 points uh, in last and second last. Then you've got Luton Town uh, sitting on 20 points. Um, they're the... Uh, well, that, that, I, I think it's not Forest and and the the leg up that... Uh, the Everton got? Everton got. Yeah. was was, uh, you know, an extra four points. That, that They went from 21 to 25, so they they look like they might be safe. But uh, Got a question yeah, from uh, from Barthy on the on the text line, 0457736736, if you want to give us a text. What's a land pride attachment? So we've got mowers and what else? The tractors. Tractors. We're talking about Kubota. Kubota, so, of what, course. What they, Kubota. So mowers, they say get the mowers. Tractors and land attachment, land, land pride, pride attachments. attachments. Yeah, I got so, no idea. Look, I've got a courtyard. I don't have a, a backyard, so tractors and mowers and land pride attachments less relevant for me. This is probably a Vossi question uh, for his estate He's down the Southern Kubota. Highlands. He's all over. Kubota. He is, of course. He, um, but l- uh, land pride attachment. We'll just have to ask him which of the. Uh, um, the employees working on his estate use the land pride attachments. I, th- I think someone, I think someone, someone will let us know. Someone will know. Uh, we've got pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, people. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Let us know what is a land pride attachment. Uh, one of our listeners says uh, Canterbury Leagues Club hosted the launch. It's been newly renovated. The Leagues Club. I wonder if it's still got the volcano out the front. I I I I can honestly say I I haven't been to Canterbury Leagues Club. Really? I never went there. Yeah. One, okay. of, one of my biggest thrills, and now now you you would have liked this. So mm. so back in my Fairfield like school last year of school Fairfield Pats, our coach was Mick Hardis. Mick Hardis was right. the co- was the coach of the under twenty threes at the Bulldogs. Right. And I also had a t- a former schoolmate playing for the Bulldogs, Paul Langmack. Yep. Ah, so yep. I used to I used to go to Bulldogs training and watch every now and then. So yeah. I'd be at Belmore yeah, yeah. watching them train and You weren't tempted? Me, well, they tried to get me to play and, yeah. I, and I said, Look, no, I'm I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm just here watching, I'm enjoying it. But one of the one of the big thrills I had uh, was uh one afternoon I must have gone there on a Saturday morning and watched training. Right. And uh I went to the they said, Come to the pub with us and it was Warren mm. Ryan, uh, the Mortimers, Terry Lamb. Dave Gillespie. The who's Paul who. Mack, and we went to the Belmore Hotel, which I drove past the other day for the first time. Like Still uh, there? Still there. Yep. Belmore Hotel, right near the train line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I remember clearly sitting in there as an 18-year-old with all the Bulldogs players. Starstruck? Fantastic. Oh, starstruck. That's Absolutely. the who's who. Hey, if you, if you were in that position now, I'll tell you what, you would have been to the Canterbury Leagues Club because uh, Gus Gould... Uh, the master of the dogs would have had you at the Chinese restaurant there at the Leagues Club for sure, just to 
put some feelers out to see if you're interested. Yes. Yeah, that would have happened. Many a Panthers player has since had, well, that's had right, a meal mate. at that famous Chinese restaurant. This Chinese restaurant <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't uh, yeah. Jamin Sermon, uh, Bill Kikow, Matt Burton, Stephen, Stephen Crichton. Crichton. Jeez, we've had a we've had a fair dip at your Penrith players, haven't we? Yeah. Cameron Seraldo. Cameron Seraldo. Got uh, them all. Who's off contract this year? We'll take more. We'll take more from the Panthers. Uh, thanks for making the switch to SEN's 1170 AM, the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Stay with us. In just a moment, it's Wednesday's seven tackle set where we throw around some of the big talking points of the week. Welcome back to breakfast with uh, Brandy and the Missile. Uh, let's go to the open line. Jace is there from North Parramatta. Morning, Jace. Oh, morning, Brandy. Morning, Missile. Um, boys, I'm looking forward to uh, Vegas, like everyone else, getting some real real footy on TV. Um, but, Brandy, I just want to um, mention something to you. I'm a big golf fan, just like yourself. Yep. Uh, with the NRL season starting, all of my tea times on the weekend are all moved forward so that I can get myself off there to watch the footy. Um, Beauty. But I want to let you know, I, I know you probably already do, is the New Zealand Open actually starts tomorrow down in uh, Queenstown at the Millbrook Resort. Oh, Millbrook, beautiful. Uh, it's played over two courses, yep. which is Coronet and the Remarkables. Mm -hmm. And it's the Pro-Am. It's actually a Pro-Am format. Um, and we've got people like Ash Barty, Ricky Ponting, uh, mm. Sir Ian Botham. Um, but also SENZ's own Izzy Dag is actually out ah, there. Israel Dag's so. down there. Okay, yeah, Jace, we, Jace, we actually we we uh, we had a chat with Ricky Ponting on the show last week, and uh, we we had a, a a big part of the chat. Of course, we touched on the cricket was was about golf, and uh, and he was telling us how he's he was going down to Queenstown to to play in the the New Zealand Open and the format of it and. Uh, Sounds good, and at Millbrook's a beautiful course. Millbrook's stunning, uh, which which they all are down there at, in Queenstown. It's yeah. such a good place to play golf. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful, beautiful, all right, Brandy. Um, and one other name, um, if you want to look out for, he's a uh, New Zealand amateur. His name is Zach Swanwick. Now he is the current New Zealand under nineteen champ, and also the Australian junior champ. And he's actually coached by my nephew. So my okay. nephew's been my nephew's been coaching him since he was eight. He's now I think he's eighteen now. He's going over to America as well. He's got a scholarship with a um, one of those uh, universities, the Florida University, the yep. Gators. Um, Brilliant. So yeah, I'm gonna watch out for old Zach as well. Okay, we'll keep an eye on him. Good to talk, Jace. A little bit of punting potentially to make the final round or one of those markets. Uh, Jason North Parramatta, he's in the running to be our Club Med Caller of the Week. All right, Brandy, it's time for our Wednesday seven tackle set. On Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, Wednesday's seven tackle set. All righty, first tackle, is that what we call it? First hit up, yeah, whatever first, it is. Uh, first with, hit up. With the level of violence in the PNG, Brandy, uh, do you think handing them the 18th NRL licence will be a disaster? Um, oh look, I, I've, I've had a chat on this already, and I, I remember when we spoke to Anthony Albanese uh, very early in the piece, and he said that they, he wants a, a, a franchise up there. 
I've always thought that we should go to Perth first. I, uh, I think that was a market we should never have walked away from. And uh, the level of violence, I think, makes it well, almost impossible to have a team based out of PNG. They're talking about North Queensland basing it, but that doesn't really make it a PNG team. All righty. Okay, uh, here we go. You're up next. The West yes. Tigers will pick up their third wooden spoon in a row this season. Okay, West Tigers fans, turn off your dial. Now, I had St. George as, as my wooden spoon as Brandy, but after the trial on the weekend, St. George actually really impressed me, and the Tigers worried me. I just hope they give Benji Marshall more than 12 months in the head coach's role, but, but crystal ball, I can see another wooden spoon in their future. All right, Brandy. Travelling across to England for the World Club Challenge isn't worth the effort for the NRL Premiers. Well, after the weekend, you would say yes, but I'm a, I'm a no. No, look, it's, it's all about, I, I think, the experience that teams get travelling over there and spending 10 days in England and playing the best of the Super League uh, is invaluable experience. Whether, whether you come away with the win or not and whether it's frustrating because... You, you know when you go there that you're not going to get the, the calls. The 50-50 calls will go against you, even though yep. that was a bit less than a 50-50 call they made <laughs> on the weekend. Uh, but no, still, let's keep doing it. All right. Uh, James, test cricket is just as interesting in February as it is in December and January. I'm, I'm, I'll be right. fascinated <laughs> your view on this. You've hit me with the wrong <laughs> question here. For, for me, Brandy, no, I'm all NRL now. Uh Vegas starting this weekend. I'm all in on the NRL. The cricket for me plays a distant, distant second. So enough cricket for me. On to bigger and better things, which is God's game, NRL. You oh, might have given a different answer there. Well, I, I would. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd give a different <laughs> answer on that. But uh, go on. You all ask right. me a question. Cricket Australia will remove Steve Smith from the top of the order by this summer. Oh, I... I no, I don't think they will. I think Steve Smith. Steve Smith is one of our our best batsmen uh, in the history. I know he's getting a, he's starting to get towards the end of his career, and it seems a strange thing to be taking on a new challenge uh, at this time of his career. But I think Steve Smith will get some runs in New Zealand. That'll take some heat off him. We've got some big Test matches coming up this year against India. I think Steve Smith will still be opening through 2024. Okay. Yeah, um, James. Uh, do you think we can get through another NRL season without losing a coach, without okay. a coach getting sacked? Brandy, I, I think we can, maybe for the first time in a very long time. I think the three coaches who would be most under pressure based off last year's ladder would be Shane Flanagan, Benji Marshall, and Cameron Serraldo. All three newly appointed, Serraldo being there the longest, but with long-ish contracts. I think we could get a full season without seeing an NRL coach sacked. Maybe the two under the most pressure are Brad Arthur and a Jason Demetrio. I agree. I agree. Brendy, Avossi will chen out his inner Doug from the hangover and go missing for 24 hours in Las Vegas. Well, you know, that's no chance of happening. The Voss man is just, just too straight, too straight a shooter. I, he, won't, he won't have a sip of anything stronger than cordial over there. So... <laughs> There's no chance of him experimenting with anything else. I know we spoke about the streets of Vegas smelling of weed. Yes. He won't be touching that. There'll be no gummy bears, no cookies, no sneaking over to Mr. Whippy Band and, and taking a little toke of a... Mossy <laughs> <laughs> no, won't do any of that. 
Straighty 180, Vossi. All right, that's our seven tackle set. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments, which plenty of people texting us in what those are. Vossi Oki in just a moment, and Sydney Kings owner Paul Smith not too far away.